0: it is good good mid-morning welcome to good mid-morning here we are on another fine Wednesday joining me is one of Portland's funniest people stand-up comedian and podcaster extraordinaire you can find him on uh, these podcasts back of the room Jews control the media and what is stuff Jake Silberman is our co-host today Jake how are you doing Dude, I'm
1: doing good, yeah. happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I feel like I should say out right, of the bat, I am Jewish. So that second podcast is not some like weird belief system I have, it's just a comedy podcast about Jews by Jews. So, yeah. you know, enjoy.
0: Yeah, I, I, I haven't heard it, but um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to giving it a listen. Yeah. So uh, that is, so, but it's not a belief that you have that Jews control the media.
1: No, unfortunately not. my father does not own a paper, and I'm a struggling stand up comedian who is not viral on any of the social media apps. So I feel like at least in my sense, I have zero ownership of the media
0: right, and it being Jewish is not helping you at all.
1: No, in fact, my father has often apologized. He was like, "I'm really sorry, we have no Hollywood connections to help you out." <laughs> so uh he's just a independent he's a financial writer in Minnesota, so You know, it is what it is. Some of us got it. Some of us don't, you know, here we are.
0: So what do you, uh, so what do you guys talk about on, on that, on that podcast?
1: Um, We do a lot of, you know, maybe little tidbits of like Jewish news and our take on it. Um, We've had some guests on, we're getting some more guests. Uh, We just had Mark Norman on, who's a pretty big comedian, but he is not Jewish, Um, but he's a big fan of the Jews. So we brought him on. But, you know, uh, this week we did an episode um, about Passover because, you know, Passover is coming up. So just kind of following, you know, Jewish, you know, Jewish life, but kind of taking like a comedic spin on it and and kind of talking about our own ignorance about a lot of the religious parts because we're not super religious people. So, yeah, bringing that into the thing about like, yeah, we don't go to temple or anything.
0: How many hosts are on, on this podcast?
1: Uh, it's myself and a comedian named Mo Mandel who is actually had a you know career. He's been on Conan and he's been in a few movies, uh, but he's up here in Portland because his wife lives here and they got kind of stuck here during the pandemic. They were supposed to move down to Los Angeles. But oh. so he's here and I'm here and he just asked me if he, I wanted to be a part of it. And I said, you know, yeah. i have literally nothing going on why not let's add another podcast to the books you
0: were supposed to move to new york he was supposed to move to la you know
1: yep and
0: now and here
1: uh on. and the fates had us meet here in portland oregon
0: yeah That's, yeah uh well let's find out a little bit more about your your other uh podcasts while we're on the subject um sure uh back of the room i'm assuming this is uh comedians uh yep. yeah yeah uh, well tell us a little myself
1: about yeah. myself uh this comic dylan jenkins who's a very funny portland guy and then max fortune also very funny was in portland now moves he moved to uh las vegas for some reason during the pandemic so uh (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) hey man comics make weird choices yeah so yeah that's just a general kind of podcast kind of talk about our our week and just run you know just try to be funny with each other and then uh what is stuff is with a buddy of mine hunter donaldson and we generally um get like one article that we find interesting during the week and kind of riff on that um you know so it's kind of a news politics thing but it's it's all trying to be funny with it but um you know we'll kind of just bring up something that we want, want to talk about and run it through the blender so yeah
0: cool uh, yeah, and you can find those podcasts wherever you find podcasts wherever you find podcasts, yeah, back of the room, Jews control the media and what is stuff yep uh check them out folks, yeah, and, and have you been doing uh uh how was your week did you do any have you been
1: doing any stand up like outside stand up yeah, I actually had a stand up is slow kind of we talked about last week stand up is slowly coming back um I was down in Salem on Friday. Uh, This guy is running this kind of cool open mic out of his garage. So that's been kind of fun to go down there and get reps in while still being safe. Um, I'm going to be, and then I run a show every Sunday uh, at the Alberta Street Pub. and that's also on a patio, so that's outdoors. So yeah, slowly coming back and feeling, you know, slowly getting my feet under me again, which is nice.
0: Yeah. yeah. Must feel good. Yeah, yeah. It must feel good.
1: It does, man. I missed it. And you know, you get that addiction in you. You you gotta get back out there.
0: I hear you. I mean, that's uh, that's one of the reasons that we had I had to get this show up and up and going because I'm yeah, I was just losing my mind. Like totally. just sitting around doing nothing. You know, I have this studio. And, uh, you know, it was time it was, uh, and it it feels good. Just, it feels good just to talk into a microphone, you know?
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, it's super like corny and cliche, but like, if you are any type of creative person, like once you start making something you do, you know, it's like the, it's the reward is the creativity itself, whatever, like hokey, like wine mom thing that you have in your kitchen. Like it is true. Like just making something feels good on its own. And then, you know, the bonus is if people dig it or if it goes somewhere bigger, but it, you can't just sit with idle hands. And this has been really bad for some people because a lot of creative people haven't done shit, honestly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, and, and, and it's not good for their mental health. I mean, no, not at all. I found the, during this last year, the times that I was most depressed is when I was just sitting around, you know, sitting yeah. around doing nothing and and it would take every ounce of me to get up and actually do something creative and then i'd feel a little better and and then the next day i'd do it again and but yeah Yeah. you just gotta you gotta force yourself to do that stuff if you start to slip down that slope totally 100 percent. yes um i want to i want to talk about uh not really talk about it but we've got an album of the day um i want to play a track off this this is uh this is brand new I haven't well it's not super brand new. I think it's about 2 months out, but uh, I haven't gotten into my new music collection in about 2 months. So um and I have not heard this at all. I want it to be fresh for my ears and everybody's ears. Um it's the track is called uh Storytellers. Uh, track is called Storytellers. It's featuring Diego Don and the artist is Tenno Africa. So Check it out. This track's called Storytellers. You're listening to Good Mid-Morning. Oh, if you want a text, we do have a text line. The text line is 971-361-9396. That's 971-361-9396. Here's Tenno Africa doing Storytellers. That was uh, Storytellers featuring Diego Don from Tenno Africa. Album of the day is uh I'm a piano <laughs> I keep pronouncing it I'm a piano. I'm a piano collections. Um that's uh that was uh, so like I said, I had not heard that. I just I I picked that album this morning because it looked interesting, and uh that was a that's the first track off the album. And um, you know. It, it was something and i'm sure there's people out there who like it
1: man what a what a hot take there buddy <laughs> <laughs> well you know it it just it does <laughs> exist and some people have an opinion about it folks and that's all we are saying at today's show
0: i just you know well we were talking about well before the show i was listening to the new typhoon album and i said it's not very good you know in my opinion but i'm sure some people will like it
1: um and i mean honestly that's healthy right like if we could get to that place exactly where everybody was like you know what here's my opinion it stinks but if you don't find it to stink then that's okay too if we could all just get there folks you know, yeah. whether it be music or human rights, I think that we could all have those opinions. You know,
0: exactly.
1: So it's not my <laughs>
0: cup of tea, but it might be somebody else's. It might
1: be somebody else's. And don't baby. and
0: don't shit in my tea.
1: Right, classic. Don't yeah. shit in my tea. <laughs> it's
0: such a classic. My dad used to say that all the time. <laughs> don't shit in my tea. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, let's talk about some news. Um, All right. Stuff that's happening around the day. Starting off, let's start off with the sad news. Uh, that okay. That, uh, the actor George Seagal passed away. Uh, right. He uh, died from complications from bypass surgery. That's, that always pisses me off when they die from complications of a, of a surgery that was supposed to be elongating their life. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, it is like it's like one of those things where you know, it actually the doctor says, "Hey, there's some risk," and you go, "Well, I got to take the risk." And then it's like maybe it wasn't worth taking the risk. Appare- but
0: apparently, it wasn't.
1: He was also 87. Yeah. At some point, any surgery is offering complications to your life at 87.
0: That's so true.
1: Not like it's not sad, but 87 is is a you know, he had a good life. He had a good yeah. run.
0: If you don't know who George Seagal is, he's the uh he plays the grandpa or played the grandpa. I don't know, how are they going to write that off the show. I guess the grandpa will just die. Uh on The Goldberg <laughs> on The Goldbergs, um and uh, he first came to, you know, I first knew him from Just Shoot Me. He played the the magazine owner Jack Gallo. Yeah, uh, okay. Show. Yes. And that show boosted some careers. Right. Uh or just one maybe. No, it's been, it boosted some careers. There's some, yeah. It's one of those shows where you look back at it and you're like, oh fuck, that person was on that show.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Exactly. Well, rest in peace to him and his family. Well, you know. his family
0: didn't die. Just he did. Well,
1: shout out to his family. <laughs> yeah,
0: shout out. Shout out to his
1: family.
0: <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and, Thoughts prayers, and prayers to the Thoughts family. And prayers. Um, yeah, yeah. He will be missed, though. Um, let's see what else is going on yeah the border the border uh, here's some. this is a this is kind of a serious topic I've I've been kind of thinking about you know cuz I I remember Uncle Joe one of his promises was he was he was gonna fix the border problem by fixing the problems at home you know at the home of these refugees and uh, so far he's not he's not he's not really doing much
1: Oh, he didn't change uh, world politics in sixty days. Well, he to did. Make he sure.
0: Well, he didn't. He did not. Uh, he didn't do that, of course. But the, as the articles that I was reading today, um, so the the one of the main um, uh, countries that Honduras, Honduras is is one of the main countries that is sending its or not sending that migrants are coming from to the country. They're traveling through, uh, you know, South America and coming here. And Honduras is one of the uh, poorest countries in Latin America. Two, two-thirds of its roughly 9 million people live in po- poverty. And, so, and the president is a known drug trafficker. So uh, he's actually said that he wants to shove the drugs right up the noses of the gringos. So um, Uncle Joe...
1: Party animal. Yeah.
0: yeah he, just wants to, he just wants gringos to have fun. Um so Uncle Joe is sharing inte- like he's decided that he to help you know with this problem or trying to help uh Honduras he's sharing intelligence with the military in hope of of stopping the drug trafficking but mm. but the problem is is as they continue to deepen their intelligence sharing um they're they're sharing it with the people who are doing the drug trafficking
1: right so, well, um, I don't you know this is my ignorant take, you know, but well, first of all, it seems like if we would ever just maybe legalize drugs here, right, this market goes away, yeah, but i I here's a okay, so, and maybe you know more, I mean, I'm almost sure you know more than me, but like with the border, people were like, you know, I see all the pictures of these kids in the cages." And, you know, it's obviously not a good situation down there, no matter what side of the t- the aisle you're on, you know? Right. What do you think is the, uh, like, what is the capability in the perfect world? I guess on, I don't really know, like, what do people think can be done about all this stuff? Because you can't, like, stop people from moving in a different country, like you know, I mean, like I said, you could legalize drugs, and then they wouldn't have like maybe these cartels wouldn't have the their stronghold. But you can't also just turn around a country whose six out of nine million people are living in poverty. Well, you know what you do live.
0: You uh, you know you you you, you, <laughs> you just do the old fashioned thing where you just go down, overthrow the government, put right, your okay. own government in that you know is going to help the people. And then, uh, you know, walk away and, you know, kind of dust off your hands and leave it at
1: that. Right. So we need another banana republic down there. Is yes. Yes. This okay. is, I mean,
0: I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I don't know. I don't have any of the answers. But, um, you know, it's how do you it's the question is, how do you stop corrupt governments from being corrupt? And 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 which and and which cover? I mean, does our corrupt government? Can they go down and say, hey, your government's corrupt?
1: Sure. Of course not. I mean, you know, I'm sure there some of that. I'm sure some of that gringo party dust is making its way to the White House in some way or another. Oh, so.
0: absolutely. I mean, it's yeah. it's just kettles and pots, you know, yelling at each other. Right. right. Now. It's it, it doesn't. All the, I guess we just overthrow all the governments, the people, the people need to stand up. That's what needs to happen. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you say that, but do you really want to? Do you really want to be out there? I'm a, you know. Well, you know, I keep waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a lot of people's problems. Like, I think we're all kind of waiting for yeah. it to happen.
0: Like, uh, well, it's not, we're not there yet. I just, you know, I just keep looking out the window going, ah, no, not today. I mean, I. Think I I'll do the podcast. Honestly, today. I didn't even do, I didn't do any of the protests last summer. I didn't hit one protest.
1: And. I was down there. You know, I I was down there, you know, probably a handful of times and we made some videos of, you know, cu- we we covered them. I would, you know, interview people down there.
0: You're a journalist. Uh, so,
1: uh, yeah, I'm a hard hitting uh, people first journalist. And I, uh, you know, and yeah, but I just think that, like, I don't know, it's like it's weird because every problem at the heart of it, it's people. I mean, all the problems that we deal with, unless it's like a natural disaster, is a people problem. Yet, like. That's not just that easy to spin around. I don't know. I guess I guess the only overall point I really from seeing some of the coverage lately is I'm like does anybody know what to do? Like I I feel like it's like and I, I it's not like and I would say even this with with any president like do we does anybody actually know what to do or is it just kind of like are we just kind of pissing in the wind and being like well my piss is it's going to land this way and that's the right way to do it. It's like I don't I I just feel like a lot of people the problem now is a bunch of people know a little bit about a lot of things, and that equals like, hey, I got an opinion on everything. It's like, dude, I don't know shit about the border, dude. I'm like, yeah. I don't know anything about it. So the idea that I'm gonna be like, anyways, here's my, here's the the thing about the border that for some reason no one else has thought of is sitting right here in this mind, baby. <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm broadcasting from my bedroom. I don't know why they don't have me on the daily white house press briefing on this thing but i'm here to tell you that the border will fix it and i i just see people on twitter and online talk like that like it's like oh you got the answers huh? yeah you got it all figured out
0: i don't know what what these idiots in the government are thinking if why don't they just do this or this and that'll fix right. the problem and i have i
1: have those thoughts
0: all the time
1: everybody i'm not saying that i don't have those thoughts either of course like we all have those thoughts but it's like a, it's like the guy, it's the Monday morning quarterback, you know, like, why didn't they do this? It's like, well, dude, you know, I don't know why they didn't do that, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have, but also it's like, you're also not there. You didn't live a life where you could be in that position, so, you and know, it, I don't know.
0: Something that I do is when I do get those thoughts, when I'm like, ah, oh, why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? I go, why don't they do that? And then I look into it and figure out right. why they're not doing that and then it make and then i go oh okay well that makes sense well there goes that idea sure you know like i had my great idea that the whole thing about electric cars you know i thought that if you could if the car wheels were spinning then you had something up against the wheel and that would create energy and then you know you'd never have to have gas but uh it doesn't actually work like that i looked it up
1: oh you thought there you thought you had found uh what I is th- that <laughs> A closed loop electric system. Yeah. Where it's yep. Just no inputs I'd, anymore. I thought I yeah, figured dude. it out, and
0: yeah. uh, I was just, I, you know, I was telling my wife we're gonna make millions. This is gonna be great, and then I, I just Googled it, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. The one Google, and your your whole dream was shot. <laughs> it was
0: done. Yeah. Oh man. Hey, let's take another quick uh, musical break, and then we're gonna come back and talk about what's going on with, uh, with you and, in comedy and stuff. Awesome. Sound good. Folks, yeah. you, uh, you're listening to Good Mid-Morning. If you want to send us a text, we are live right now, and you can send a text to 971. Where is the text line, and why don't I remember it? 971-361-9396. That's 971-361-9396. You can also find uh, Good Mid-Morning on Instagram and Facebook. So check us out there. Become friends, uh, and then find us on your where you where you listen to your favorite podcasts, comment, like, all the stuff that you do, and, and we appreciate you. You're listening to Good Midmorning right here on Podland.Productions. Here's another track off that uh, Tenno Africa album. This one's called Ambassador. Nope, this one's called. <laughs> I'm just going to play it. You are listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland.productions. That was Tenno Africa off the album. Um a piano collections. Um, folks, while you're uh, while you're here on Podland, did you know that uh Podland Productions is now on Patreon? That's right. Now you can become a patron of Podland, or as I like to say, a Podlander. Just click on the link on our homepage and become a Podlander day- today. With your help, we can make Podland a content machine, giving you fun and interesting entertainment all week long. Just go to the homepage and click on Become a Patron. Do it now or later. You know, whatever. Um, do Man, okay, so lessons learned here, I'd say, with my album of the day. And the lesson is... <laughs> Listen l- before... L- <laughs> Listen to it before, because uh, that is just—it's not my cup of tea. It's—I—I I don't know. That's just. It's but just, are
1: you doing this to like, maybe the listeners are like, "Hey, we're into world electronic beats." Not music. my <laughs> listeners, <laughs> brother. My <laughs> listeners are never gonna want to hear a piece of crap album like that again. I'll tell you what. Uh,
0: no, I'm sure there are people. That, listening that did enjoy that and uh they can check and you know of course you know they can check out the album that's a great point you know i but uh i guess i'm just i'm being selfish i'm being selfish because i was i was looking forward to hearing a new album and then i was disappointed in said album so you know i'm being a little baby bitch
1: yeah it's okay man we all have those days (laughs) we all have those albums you know
0: yeah yes we do we all do so what's going on in the world of uh Jake Silberman?
1: Um well, I you know, this is an Oregon-based show, so right off the bat, shout out to the Oregon State Beavers and the Oregon Ducks for both making it to the Sweet 16 um in March Madness. So that's pretty wild. Um
0: now, now got, didn't uh, didn't wait, when, one of them made it because uh a a team got COVID, yes. right?
1: Oregon in their first round uh, automatically advanced because the opposing team had positive tests in their program. They didn't say if it was the players or if it was coaching staff or personnel, but they did say that there was positive tests. uh, And so, yeah, Oregon automatically advanced. But thankfully, that has been the only game that's happened. I think a lot of people were worried that that was a... You know you're going to see every other game just being forfeited, and the or the tournament itself. Like last year, obviously they didn't even play it. But so far, it seems like they've done a pretty good job. They're basically doing kind of what the NBA did, which is kind of put all the teams in a bubble down and they're playing the entire tournament in Indiana. Uh-huh. So, um, and obviously the one good thing about the tournament is that each round teams lose and therefore go home and they exit the bubble, and there's less of a chance. You know, yeah. Each round, less of a chance people could get COVID because there's just less people there. So, um, so so far, only the Oregon game uh, versus uh, I think it's VCU was they had to forfeit. But yeah, Beavers have had two upsets. They're not supposed to be this far. They're kind of one of the upset Cinderellas that they call them in March Madness. And I have a lot of friends who are Oregon State Beaver fans who are very excited right now. So, um, yeah very cool stuff to see. I'm a my dad is from Michigan, so I'm a Michigan fan, but uh, uh I you know, it's cool to see, you know, the local teams doing doing their thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't have I don't watch a lot. I'm not a college ball guy. My my folks were did not give a fuck about college ball, so.
1: Yeah, it's like uh I, you know, I, I am, I guess I'm a, yeah, I am a college basketball fan, but it's also just, I think the tournament, it's just kind of a fun thing. You're like, you know, it's a one and done. So there's, the, the, each game is very drama tension filled, you know, and upsets happen and you get, it's like a very cool uh, story based thing. Cause a lot of Americans are introduced to colleges that didn't even know existed. And then you get to meet these players that are not superstars that most likely will not go to the NBA. Uh, so you're kind of getting to see these like weird, like, Oh yeah, that state in town has a college that has a basketball team. <laughs> and this kid, you know, and then they'll tell you about, oh, well this kid, you know, this kid didn't even make his his the team the first 3 years, now he's a walk on and he start, you know, what, you know, all these crazy little stories. So it's a lot of fun to kind of get the the human side of the sport, which you really don't get that much in the NBA because it's just they're all millionaires, they're the best on the planet. It's not as dramatic, you know. Yeah. So but, yeah, so it's been fun, and it's nice. I don't know. I've been a big proponent of – I mean, when sports came back during the pandemic, that was a big boost for me because I was – I mean, I need my bread and circuses. I don't care. I yeah. want some distraction. I was hoping that they would all get the vaccine immediately so there would be no cancel. I was like, give it to the pl- – give it to the – I don't care. Yeah, yeah, let them jump the give line. Give it Who to cares? the millionaires.
0: I want to be entertained for Christ's sake.
1: I di- I mean, <laughs> dude, it's a national – we need- We needed something. I mean, I need – to. I need – to watch people do something cool and uh you know
0: yeah it's far better than watching people die which is basically what we were doing
1: yeah or I mean, watching reruns of shows you've seen on you know netflix i mean just like this was real entertainment it was real people doing real things like so but some nba players are starting to get it and uh some yeah. people are starting to get it So yeah
0: um that you said netflix and that made me think i wonder if i wonder when this uh when the pandemic is finally over, I wonder how many Netflix, HBO, uh, you know, Hulu apps, all that stuff are going to be dropped. Like, I'm, I wonder how much money they're going to lose once people are able to go outside and be entertained uh, somewhere other than their house.
1: Here's the thing that's going to happen is that when the pandemic is over, you're going to have this like burst, I imagine of people going out and like, Fucking. partying and fucking drinking and drugs and, and all the shit that they had kind of been deprived for a year. So they'll probably like get out of the system. But there will be like, let's say, three months into the, the new world where the, the normal world is somewhat back there and you go out every weekend. You're going to be sitting there and you go, you're like, I don't really want to go out tonight. But you're going to have the other thought of like, but I couldn't go out for a year. So I should just do it. Right. Like, Cause there is, you're gonna be like, I just want to hang out tonight at my house. Yeah. But you're gonna be like, fuck that, dude. You might not like. What if you? What if the pandemic comes back and you don't get this Saturday? You're gonna be regretting this Saturday night that you could have, you know, spent at the end of the bar. So, it'll be tough. So, it will we'll be tough.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like that now. Well, I kind like just in the little times that I do go out, like I, you know, go to, uh, um, you know the local and grab a quick one um i i feel like i feel like i miss it a lot like i really like oh wow this is great this is great but then also um you know uh, staying home and thinking of some you know when somebody does invite me out like hey we're going to this this place do you want to come out i'm still like still that anti-social person that is just like mm, no right. i think i'm gonna stay home
1: yeah, exactly. So we'll see. We'll see how it'll be interesting to see how it all comes back together. Yeah. Yes. But uh, but yeah, I'm doing some shows. Shows are slowly pop- popping up. I got a show. Uh, I think I was telling you last week. There's a guy who started like a parking lot inside just a uh, parking lot open mic. Uh huh. So he's uh, he's it's outdoors and you perform in front of just people in their cars and the signal is transmitted to the radio. So. Oh wow. Um he set that up. That's been going on for a while. I'm doing that tonight. So it's like um, drive
0: it's a drive-in drive in comedy? Yeah, it's a
1: drive in open mic. And so yeah, it's pretty probably the safest you can get because no one's outside of their car, you know, comics hang out way in the back, but it's open air and everything. So um so that's happening tonight. Uh, and then I'm doing a couple shows. I got a show in Dallas, Oregon. The Dallas. Is it the, is there It's the Dalles okay it's the Dallas <laughs>
0: or it's Dallas but it's the Dallas
1: there isn't a Dallas Oregon though and the Dallas right is, I don't know
0: maybe okay. maybe there is if you know if somebody knows text us at 971 361 971 is it the Dallas or Dallas is there a Dallas Oregon or is it the Dallas somebody let us know I'm sure there's a teacher out there who, who knows this answer
1: um You know what? I think there's both, buddy. Uh oh. And there is. I'm just looking it up. I'm doing a show in Dallas, Oregon, oh. and there is the Dalls. Well, there we go. So hey, who needs a call in when you got Wikipedia, baby?
0: Yeah. So where it, where is Dallas, Oregon?
1: Uh, where is? I think it's near out. I think it's out near Salem. Um. So, let's see. But yeah. So, anyways, I'm doing a show. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just a little uh, west of Salem, um, you know, a little bar, socially distanced, and then I got to show in Beaverton. So things things are slowly popping up, and you know, getting back at it.
0: Yeah, and are so you have you've been working on uh, new material. I mean, I know you're a crowd, you're a crowd uh, guy. Uh, yeah,
1: I do a lot of crowd work, but I have been working on new material. You know, I'm trying to trying to build out an hour of written material so I can do an album. So yeah, I have been working on new stuff. It's, it's not that easy when you, you don't have as many chances to practice. Like we used to have comedy in Portland, seven nights a week and you could do multiple spots a night. But, uh, Are we now the- it's like, yeah, uh,
0: I just want to, sorry, interject right there. Are there spots that you would go to, to practice where you were like, I know, like, I'm going to go to this place. Cause I know I can like totally bomb here or whatever. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, a
1: lot a lot of spots were like that. I think more <laughs> spots were like that than they were, not. Yeah. But that was what you had, and that's what you work with. But yeah, a lot of it was like, I can bomb here. There's not going to be that many people. I just want to try this out, you know. Uh, and you know, and I miss that. I miss I miss bombing at an empty bar for no one. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, that does sound. That sounds that's nice. What
1: pa- that's what the pandemic took away from me, man. Yeah. Just Bombing empty bars. Empty bars. Yeah. But it's coming yep. back, and uh, it's coming back, and, maybe. And
0: people are going to be entertained again, and it's going to be lovely. Uh, I'm you know, excited. I'm hoping that music is coming back as well. I I think I don't I don't know. Is that is it a little harder to, you think to get uh, live music back than than comedy? Do you think?
1: Uh, um. I mean music it depends like comedy is so much easier to set up and it's a lot quieter than a band but uh, I'm sure these patios that can have outdoor shows will have outdoor shows if they like outdoor music shows if they they can pull it it's just that again it's got to be distance it's got to you know people got to be safe so
0: and I think that uh, with the music one of the issues is uh, sound like Nobody's right. calling in a sound complaint uh, at a live stand-up comedy exactly, thing. Exactly. Yeah. They are if the band is totally. too loud. Right. It's it's just too loud.
1: Yeah. So we'll see.
0: Uh, I ha- I did have a question. We were talking about yesterday. Uh, Joey Ficken and I uh, were talking about movies. Uh, well, we were talking about the Grammys and how you know it's hard to put up two albums like the, uh, albums that, uh, uh, I can't see, I can't even remember their names now. Uh, the, the stallion, Megan, the stallion and, uh, Isley as <laughs> what the fuck is that girl's name? Um, anyway, the one who won the Grammy. Anyway, my point is they are two totally different albums. Um, and you can't really compare them and say this one's better. This one's not uh, that, one. that one conversation got us talking about comedy and comedy movies and how uh, I kind of think that there are com- there like, there are comedy movies that, that everybody like. There's there's movies out there that everybody thinks are funny and sure. it's not as subjective as music. Uh, what do you what do you think? Are there like do you think comedy is as uh? subjective or you know
1: i'd say it's um i'm sure there are some movies that i mean obviously you're like you're never going to get 100 percent coverage but there are probably some movies that do just hit some i'm trying to think though like what movies have done that for people that have like hit Uh, honestly the only one i
0: i thought of was ghostbusters that was the only one i could think of okay
1: Uh, yeah I, I for sure, stand-up is extremely subjective. Yeah. So, stand-up itself is, like, I mean, what makes you laugh is probably one of the most subjective things that you could really have a taste on. Like, some people love super weird out there stuff, while others just are like, no, I want someone telling me like it is the hard-hitting shit, you know? Yeah. And... I don't know there's that like idea though of having a sense of humor where like you can at least appreciate like oh like that is funny like it might not be for me but it like there is a there's something funny there right you know and I think if you're like a comedy fan you generally do have like a developed sense of humor where you're like yeah it's not for me it's like kind of whatever I don't like that type of comedy but I definitely understand like they're talented and they're doing something that is funny
0: we're right back to the cup of tea we're yeah. just right like it's all that's, dude it's just yeah it's
1: buddha it's buddha holding a cup of tea under a tree man it's yeah. just you know it's just what it is but yeah i don't know i'm trying to think of like yeah it's hard to think of a movie that everybody is like hell yeah like
0: yeah I, for some reason only bill murray movies keep popping into my head i'm sure. i just think america loves bill murray
1: but i even think like when bill murray like when like Caddyshack came out mm-hmm. there was probably a whole generation of people who were like this is crude, you know, like those kids' parents were probably like, ugh, like this is not, you know, I wanted Jackie Gleason, or you know, yeah, whatever yeah. Like, like so even that was probably a divide. You know, I think humor also is a super big generational thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like
1: I think more than music. Like I feel like uh a, a a grandpa and his grandson could probably both like the Beatles where if you, a grandfather was like, well, this is the comedy we liked. And-
0: <gasps> oh no, I did not just do that. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe I just cut off. Uh, I'm gonna switch this and I'm gonna put that uh, track on and, uh, and I'm gonna get Jake back. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> Bye. Listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland. Productions. That, uh, of course, was the album <laughs> of the day. Uh, uh, Those motherfuckers love that horn, <laughs> dude. <laughs> that fucking. Honk, honk, honk. <laughs> uh, the album is I'm a Piano Collections. Uh, that song was called Lorato La, La Bass. And uh, the artist is Tenno Africa. So if you are into that type of shit, check it out. (laughs) Uh, I'm so sorry that I accidentally cut you off and uh, and and ended what you were about to say. You were you're really raring up to to give us some fucking knowledge, too.
1: Yeah. But the the moment has passed and that knowledge is now just going to be locked inside of my brain. So, you know, whatever point I was going to make was, you know, it's unfortunate that your audience will never hear it. But I'm sorry. It just it's one of those time-based things
0: yeah I mean that it was my bad and uh, I mean uh, honestly I don't even remember what we
1: were talking about <laughs> exactly that's how important <laughs> it was you know
0: oh man so uh, I did want to say real quick folks uh, if you uh, if you're, you're you're already here right on PodLand, so uh, check out what's going on we have some great podcasts happening and some more on the way Check out Fiddle Me This with host JT Trawick and look out for new episodes of My Three Songs coming out April 20th. If you like music and marijuana, you're going to love My Three Songs. Also, don't uh, forget to check out our DJ page featuring DJ BA and his show Strictly Off the Records and my show The Way We Get By with DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback New York Jets. And that uh, show airs on Shady Pines Radio and we're changing times. I'm going to be on Fridays 3 to 5 instead of Thursdays 6 to 8. So. Put it in your calendar. Anyway,
1: hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, baby.
0: So, uh, you you talked about this show that you're doing in the garage. You didn't tell us where it's gonna be, or that you know what what the venue is called, or how people can can, uh, or or can they even go now? Is it is it sold out?
1: Um, let's see. I don't think it's sold. Well, wait. The garage one in Salem is just a. Uh
0: well, the one you're doing tonight, though.
1: Oh, oh, no. The, yeah, it's not sold out. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't... You just go to, uh, go to the website, Laugh's PDX.
0: Laugh's PDX.
1: And uh, it's got all the information. Uh, this guy, Brent, has kind of set up a little run of things. So, yeah, check out Laugh's PDX. Uh, you can get information on the open mic at the parking lot. He runs some other shows if you're interested in that. Um, and you can follow me on social media. Instagram is jake underscore silberman uh and yeah posting shows there my website i haven't really been keeping my website up because shows have been so few and far between but follow me on social and and uh you know slowly but surely i think comedy will be will be slowly coming back to portland and oregon in general so yeah you know
0: i hope so and sports sports are coming back as well Sports you know, are coming back. You got Just the pickles. Hope. Pickles are probably coming back. We, we haven't even talked about the pickles and your involvement with the pickles.
1: Yeah, the Portland pickles, uh, where Liam and I met, base, or through them, Liam, Liam and I met. Uh, yeah, as far as I know, the season is happening at the walk. Mm -hmm. With probably, I imagine, limited attendance at first and then depending on how things go, more people being added throughout the season. But yeah, I think, I believe June 1st, so we're not too far away now, a couple months away. Uh, Yeah, the Portland Pickles right there in Southeast Lentz, Uh, check them out. Jeremiah Coughlin and I will probably on field again and hopefully have some other media stuff in the works, Um, potentially something big. But if not, we'll, we'll be involved some way or another.
0: Yeah, and if you're not involved with or if you're not uh if you don't know about the Portland Pickles, uh they're a collegiate wood bat uh baseball team and it's a lot of fun. I've been going to Pickles games since the beginning. This what is this gonna be? The fifth or sixth year?
1: I believe the f- fifth Well, I guess sixth? technically oh, the sixth yeah. now.
0: Yes, because last year, but last year. Last year
1: would have been the fifth, but I right. guess you know, it happened technically, so
0: yeah. And uh, it's just it's so much fun to go out there and watch these kids play some fun baseball. And I think, you know, my hope is, is that once these vaccinations like if you and I are getting vaccinated, uh, then by June 1st, there's going to, you know, people are going to be vaccinated all over the city. And what I, my hopes is, is that, you know, there, there'll be a little thing where people can bring their, you know, show that you're vaccinated and you get into the to I mean, so well, ah, shit. That actually brings us to a point. Uh, like, do you do that? Do you start? Do you start doing only vaccinated people are allowed in, type of thing. I guess
1: I don't understand uh, why that is so controversial. Like, is there some discrimination thing I'm not understanding? Like, if you, if there's a contagious virus going around and the people who have gotten vaccinated. I would understand if it was like early on and it was like it was a very limited vaccine and maybe people would be up in arms. But by June, most people have had the chance, if they wanted it, to get a free vaccine. It's not a money thing. No one is paying to get the vaccine. What is the, I don't understand. I see all these people, oh, well, they're going to make you show. It's like, yeah, because no one wants to fucking get it. Like, I don't understand. Yes, that's a part, that's the price you pay for not having it, dude. Like, yeah. We don't let kids into public schools without their measles, mumps, and rubella. Like, that's the that's the ticket. That's your punch, your ticket. If you want to go to public school, you got to get these shots.
0: Very true. Yeah.
1: I just don't understand why people are so weird about that. It's like, yeah, fuck them, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I just don't get it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't get why people are weird about anything, you know? Um, but, yeah, you're, that's a great point. We It should it, – yeah, it should be we should be saying, well, you can't, you know, we're at this point where all these people are getting vaccinated. You can get vaccinated if you want to, but you're not getting vaccinated. So you can't, you can't come in, you know, you can't we, go get vaccinated. We wanna, like, and then come on. Yes. In.
1: We want to be and this one. We want this to be a normal thing. Now I'm sure like, look, like when is, even if everybody was vaccinated, or you you assumed, like, there could be some people who cheated or whatever. So I I imagine mask wearing will still be, like, a somewhat common practice for a little bit. But even at that, if you had still, if you got to have a 1,000 people watching a baseball game and most of them wearing masks, like, I think you'd be pretty good to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Vaccinated and – I mean, come on. Like, let's do it, people.
0: I hope that the mask thing keeps going, though. I like it you know, and plus we, you? we just got some podland, just got some new masks. So there you go. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think let's be like Asia. Anytime someone has a cold over in Asia, they'll yeah. put a mask on, put a, you know, I mean,
0: it. I've, and I've learned that's it's, it's, I mean, it's comfort it, it, I don't know if it, this happens to you, but you put a mask on, like if, say you're walking somewhere, you see some people, you put the mask on and you keep walking. And then like 45 minutes later, you realize that you still have the mask on, even though, you know, you, you don't need to. It's just, it's just become part of, it's just become part of my, my outfit.
1: You know, it's, well, this is, this is you becoming a sheep. That's what they're worried about (laughs) is that the mask is a permanent part of life and you're a sheep now Yeah. and that you, you know, this is what they wanted, dude. This is what they wanted and they won because you don't think for yourself.
0: I just look good in masks. That's
1: all. Well, a lot, let's be real. A lot of people look better in masks, man. There are a lot of faces that we didn't need to be seeing out there yeah mine included I've, i'll put that thing on I, I like feeling anonymous you know i'm just a, a, i like being a sheep put me in the fucking pen dude i don't care
0: i like the mystery of the mask too right you, know? It's, you it's don't like know and you i'll
1: take it down you see someone's face they're kind of disappointed they had a they thought you were better looking than you were and then you're like i'm sorry i'll put the mask back on you know and mm-hmm. it's good man it's real good stuff out there
0: It it is good stuff yeah well, uh we're coming close to the end here, Jake, and I appreciate your time and and you being here again on totally. Wednesday, and uh we're going to keep asking you to come back and you come back as much as you can and uh, when you Hell can't yeah, baby. you can't and we will we're going to live, but uh we appreciate you being here today. And Thank you, man. Yeah. We will uh yeah, hopefully you'll be back next Wednesday. And folks, I did want to remind you um that or did i want to remind you of anything i don't know oh i did not because i've already done it so (laughs) tomorrow (laughs) so tomorrow on on good mid-morning we're gonna have a uh it's gonna be a mystery guest host because um my thursday guest is we don't know you know it's we just don't know right now but it doesn't matter because the show must go on and we shall see uh, but we're gonna have more stuff to discuss, more more music to listen to tomorrow. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to the album of the day before I play it on the show, you know, just to see if that works out a little better. And uh, we're gonna have more fun. So join us right here on Podland Productions at nine a.m. for the Thursday uh, edition of Good Mid Morning. Once again, I want to thank Jake Silberman, and you can catch him at all the places that we talked about catching him. And, um, we'll put, you know, we'll put that stuff on, on the podcast as well. Of course, the links, you know, as they say, and, uh, we'll be back tomorrow and then